Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be with you today. We're going to talk about five ways to surrender your weight loss to God. And I actually had a different topic planned for this episode today until I went to church this morning. So I'm recording this on Sunday afternoon after I got home from church and I decided to talk about how to surrender our weight loss to God because in my pastor's beautiful sermon, he said, our circumstances don't dictate if God deserves the glory. And what he was talking about was when Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he was preaching on when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. But first, of course, Lazarus had to die. And it was a difficult circumstance. And in fact, Jesus loved Lazarus so much, he wept when he found out about his death. And my pastor was talking about how death and glory can go together. Disappointment and glory can go together. Bad news and glory can go together. And most of the time, we feel like we're giving glory to God when we're doing things, quote unquote, right, when we feel like we have it together, when things are working, right? But it's more difficult for us to think about giving the glory to God when we fail, or when we feel out of control or when we're overeating, or we're eating too much. And I was thinking about how can we use our failures, and our disappointments, and our worry, and our doubt, and our judgment of ourselves in our weight loss journey, to still give God the glory because I know that he wants the glory and he deserves it. And he doesn't only want it in our success. He also wants us to surrender to him for his glory when we're getting it all wrong. And there is such comfort in that. My pastor gave the example of when we have a health diagnosis, and let's say as part of treatment, we're getting monthly MRIs. And if we have a clean MRI and we get good news, most people will say, God is so good. To God be the glory, which is great. But what about when we don't get a clean MRI, when we don't get the best news? 
can we still say God is so good to God be the glory, even in bad news, even in diagnosis, even in death, God can still get the glory and he wants it. And so I want to give you five ways to surrender your weight loss journey to God that even when you mess up, even when you're getting it all wrong, even when you're not believing in yourself, even when you make mistake after mistake after mistake, and you have struggle after struggle after struggle, God still gets the glory. God still is good. God still wants to use our journey for his glory. And how do we do that? And one way in doing that is we surrender to him. We surrender our struggle. We surrender our disappointments. We surrender our worry and doubt and judgment all to him. And here's the interesting thing about this. Growing up in the Christian church, I always heard, you know, surrender your life to Christ. But I never fully understood, like, what does that mean? Right? And it's the same thing with our overeating and with us wanting to be at a healthier weight. How do we surrender it to him? What are the ways? And so I I really hope that this helps to give some practical ways of surrendering our weight loss and our overeating struggles to God. So step one, talk to God each morning about your meals. Yes. (laughs) Talk to him about your meals. And this is what's so interesting is I think that we feel like it's too small to talk to God about our meals. Like we think we should save those things for bigger things. Like God doesn't really want to know about our meals, but he does. He wants to partner with us in this. He wants the glory in this. It's not too small to talk to him each morning about our meals. And how we do that is in the morning, we wake up and we acknowledge him. Good morning, God. Tell him you love him. Good morning, God. I love you. And then ask his spirit, which is living inside you, to help you with each meal you consume today. And that's it. That's how we talk to him about our meals. We acknowledge him, we tell him we love him, and we ask his spirit to help us. And then step two is write your thoughts down. This is huge. I call this the thought download. Now, sometimes I will write my thoughts down just about anything, right? It's just a general thought download, one thought per line. Other times I like to write whatever my struggle is at the top of the paper. So if you're having a particular struggle, right, maybe it's planning your meals, maybe it's sticking to the plan, maybe it's allowing the urges and not binge eating, whatever your biggest struggle is, write that at the top of your paper. 
and then write down every thought that comes to your mind, one sentence per line, write it down, get it out of your head and onto paper. Whatever pops in your mind, write it down. Step three is to not judge the thoughts. So once you have all of the thoughts written down, now you read those thoughts back to yourself. And you're going to be really tempted to judge them, to tell yourself you shouldn't be thinking those thoughts, to tell yourself those are terrible thoughts, I should get rid of them. But surrendering means acknowledging where we are and giving it up. And we can't give it up to God if we don't acknowledge it. And so if we don't like the thoughts that have popped into our mind, or we don't like the thoughts that we wrote down on the paper, we have to acknowledge it so that we can give it over to God, right? So don't judge the thoughts, just notice them. And then what I want you to do, which has helped me so much, is choose a promise from God and compare that promise to your thoughts. Do do your thoughts align with the promise of scripture that God's given you? And if not, then we just want to notice every time our brain wants to think a thought that doesn't align with God's promise. We don't need to judge it. We don't need to chase it away. We don't need to resist it or make it a problem. Because remember, we can't always control the thoughts that pop into our head, but we can control if we want to keep focusing and thinking on them. So whatever pops in your head, pops in your head. We look at it with curiosity and compassion and not judgment And then we redirect our thought with a promise that God's given us in his word. And that's how we surrender it. We're like, oh, there goes my brain again, thinking all of these thoughts that don't align with God's word. Okay, brain, thank you for your input. But this is what we're going to start thinking instead. And then direct your brain on a promise that God has for you in his word. And then start each meal just giving it to God, right? When you're sitting down for breakfast, say a prayer, give this meal to God. When you're sitting down for lunch, say a prayer, give it to God. When you're sitting down for dinner, say a prayer, give it to God. And then the fifth step is to not take last meal's mistakes, to not take the shame and the doubt into the next meal. And I think this is something that we so often do. If we make a mistake, if we eat off plan, if we indulge and give ourselves a stomach ache, if we eat more than our body needs for fuel, then we take that shame with us into the next meal. And what I want to encourage you to do is to take that shame and that doubt and that worry and to lay it down at God's feet 
and leave it there for the next meal and start your next meal from a clean slate. Redirecting your brain to that promise that you want to focus on from God's word. And this is how we do it, my friends. We talk to God each morning about our meals. We acknowledge him. We tell him we love him. We ask his spirit to help us. And then we write our thoughts down. What is it that we're struggling with? And what does our brain want to offer us to be thinking about? And if those thoughts do not align with God's word, then we redirect our brain to a promise from his word that will give us what we need to keep moving forward. And then we start each meal giving it to God, asking him to bless it, giving us the strength to make the right choices and stick to what we planned. And then whatever shame or doubt or frustration we're taking with us, we lay it down at his feet and we begin the next meal remembering that promise in our minds. All right, my friends, I hope that that's helpful for you. And I hope that you know that no matter where you are in your weight loss journey, that God gets the glory. In fact, in John 11, verse 40, this is what it says. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you and promise you that if you would believe and rely on me, you would see the glory of God. So even if you're struggling, even if you feel like you don't have control at this moment, even if you keep messing up each meal, God still gets the glory. It doesn't mean anything about you. God still gets all of the glory and you are still amazing and 100% lovable. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And today, actually, March 20th, I'm starting a five-day workshop called Meal Planning Made Simple. And we're going to be doing a five-day workshop on Zoom. It's $19 and it's not too late to join. If you miss the live workshops, I will send you the recording each evening to your inbox. So even if you're hearing this after the 20th, there's still time to sign up. The link is in my show notes. All right, my friends, until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love and victorious in Jesus. <laughs>